Afro Tales Podcast is a part of the Connected Podcast Network. Ahoy, my friends. Welcome aboard the Afro Tales Podcast. I'm your storyteller, Amon Mazinga. Join me as we explore the tales that grew from the people of indigenous and African descent in the Americas and the Caribbean. After, come and see me, Chef, who will impart upon you a recipe for the story you have just heard. So with no further ado, let us set sail on this new age of exploration. The Three Gowns A gentleman and his wife had a daughter named Rosa. The wife had a ring she always wore. And one day she said to her husband, Take this ring, for I am dying. And whoever can fit it to her finger is the one you must marry. The mother died, and within a few days, word went out that wearer of the dead woman's ring would have the rich widower for a husband. Eligible ladies from all over came to try on the ring. For some, it was too big, for others, too small and all this took many days with one thing and another the ring got lost and it was missing for oh about a year in the meantime the gentleman's daughter had reached the age of marrying and one day dear little rosa was sweeping and found the ring when she tried it on it fit her exactly her father, who was just returning from a sea voyage, noticed at once that his daughter was wearing the ring. He was enchanted. You'll have to marry me, because your mother said so. The daughter cried out, Oh no, Papa. How can I marry my own father? Never mind. You'll have to do it, and that's it. Very well, father, but before I marry you, you'll have to bring me a gown, the color of all the stars in the sky. Why not? And off he went to find such a gown. After two or three days, he came home carrying the outfit, and poor Rosa was more upset than him. Very well, Papa, but I must have a gown the color of all the fish in the sea. He rushed off at once. Three days later, when she saw him coming back with the gown, she started to cry. Oh, Papa, I can't get married with only two gowns. I'd have to have three. Bring me one more, and it have better be the color of all the flowers on earth as she required so he provided the very next day there it was a gown the color of all the flowers on earth and without pausing to rest he went into the town to make arrangements for the wedding the moment he was out of sight she tied her clothes together 
along with a magic wand she happened to have, and off she ran with the whole bundle deep into the forest. After living in the wild for a few days, she came upon a young lioness and managed to kill it. She took its skin and put it on. Mind you, whatever she did, she always asked the little Juan for it, assistance. Nearby, in a certain kingdom, there was a prince who had gone into the forest to do some shooting. Spotting a dove, he took a pop at it, and it started off. The dove flitted from snag to snag, with the prince hurrying behind. He stumbled on. Suddenly, he caught sight of a lion cub. He said to himself, I'll bring this back as a pet for my mother. He caught it easily and took it home. Mama, he cried, look at what I've brought. A young lioness to keep you company. The queen took the little lioness into her arms, then tied it to a leg of the stove. She put down a dish of food for it. The following Saturday, the young prince, Juanito, for that was his name, was hosting a ball. And when the hour arrived, he tidied himself up. In no time, he was on his way. When he'd gone and it began to get dark, the lioness, who spoke only to the queen, said, I'd love to go to the ball. You must realize, said the queen, that if Juanito found a lion in the ballroom, he'd have it shot. Why worry? He wouldn't dream of shooting me. Then go. On the way to the ball, she asked the wand to give her a horse saddled in gold. She put her gown on the color of all the stars, mounted the horse and rode off. When she arrived at the ball, every guest came to the door to see this princess decked out in silver and gold. Juanito had come with his intended, but in his excitement, he completely forgot she was there and began to dance with the princess. He was so infatuated that he made her a promise, which she did not reject. And when dawn came, he gave her a gold band inscribed with his name. In exchange, she gave him a gold band of her own. Then she jumped on her horse and sped away, slipping into the lion's skin as soon as she was out of view. Later that morning, Juanito came bursting into the palace, telling his mother all about a certain princess he had seen. He chattered on with the lioness murmuring, I might imply, I might deny, I might imply that it was I. The queen picked up a poker from the front of the stove and gave her a whack to shut her up. Juanito continued, Mama, I must announce 
another ball next Saturday. He did just that. Planning a ball even grander than the one he had held the week before. When the day came and he sped away, the lioness said to the old mother, How about untie me? God forbid that you shouldn't go. I'm on my way. As soon as she was out of the door, she instructed the wand. As pretty as you had made me last Saturday, make me prettier tonight. Make the horse nicer too. Then she put her gown the color of all the fish in the sea and rode off. When she arrived at the dance, there were cries of excitement. And Juanito, he was enraptured. But by the crack of dawn, she told him again, just as she told him the week before, it is late. I must leave at once. Quick as a wink, he gave her a little gold chain and she gave him some token or other mounted her horse and vanished. They all ran to catch up with her, but found no trace of her anywhere. There was Juanita panting with love sickness. Before she got to the palace, she changed into the lion's skin. When Juanita arrived, all he could say was, Oh, mama, I'm dying. That princess was more beautiful than ever. While the lioness from her spot next to the stove chimed in, I might imply, I might deny, I might imply that it was I. The queen gave her a tap with the coal shovel, and Juanito went on, But don't worry, there's going to be another dance next Saturday. As delightful as the first two balls had been, the third, he hoped, would surpass them both. And when the day came, he refused to eat. He went early to the ballroom to wait for the princess. When he had gone, just at the stroke of six, the little lioness asked her mistress for permission to go to follow him. The doughty old queen threw up her hands and said, go ahead, get yourself killed. Once on the road, she changed into her gown the color of all the flowers on earth. Her horse was bridled in silver and gold and was as radiant as she had seen the other two times. She was even more radiant now. Juanito rushed toward her and locked his arms in hers. He swept her into the ballroom. They began to dance. Just to be safe, he doubled the guard at the door so she couldn't escape. But nothing could stand in her way. When he'd given her a jeweled ring and she handed him a gift in exchange, she suddenly disappeared. The guards ran after her, but already she was far in the distance. Poor Juanito suffered a fainting spell. Once more, she pulled on the snug little lion's skin. Later, when Juanito returned to the palace, he went straight to bed. 
so badly smitten that even a swallow of water wouldn't go down his throat. His mother was beside herself. Juanito was her only child. And this went on for a week, then another week. At last, the little lioness asked her mistress if she thought the prince might like a few tarts. The prince was asked. He said no. He couldn't eat a thing. But shouldn't she make them anyway? Just on a chance? No, no, said the queen. Goodness, if he knew that a lioness had made them, why would he touch them? The lioness said, Why would he know? So the little lioness made three tarts. In one she put the gold band, in another the gold chain, and in the third the jeweled ring. If the prince wouldn't eat them, at least he could cut them open. The queen brought the tarts to his room, and when he opened the first, there was the gold band, in the second, the gold chain, and in the third, the jeweled ring. The breath of life returned to his body. Mama, who made these tarts? Already the lioness had changed into her gown the color of all the stars in the sky. And when she came into the prince's room, he said to his mama, This, this is the princess I told you about, mama. He recovered immediately, and there were royal feasts and dances. They called in a priest and who performed the wedding. No, they called in a priest who performed the wedding. Then Juanito became king. Rosa was queen. And they went right on living with Juanito's mama. The end. Wow. So, first off, great story, right? Coming out of Puerto Rico, out of Latin American Folktales by John Beerhurst. We've been in this book a lot, but The Three Gowns, it's a Cinderella story, right? It's a creepy Cinderella story. Dad, Dad, why are you trying to marry your daughter. I don't care what mom said, what the ex-wife said about the person that can fit the ring is the person that you got to marry. No. Now, let's be realistic. Did this type of thing happen in the past? Did this type of thing happen in different cultures? Yes. It did keep the bloodline going, keep things in the family. People coming up with all kind of weird reasons on on doing stuff, playing out certain fantasies or um, rituals or uh, um, just belief systems that 
really should have been, you know, forgotten about. It happened. It just does. It's not good, but it happens, right? In the past. Hopefully not now. In the past. One thing I'll say, though, is I appreciate the story. I appreciate the strength of the daughter to get out of a bad situation. Get out of a situation that she saw coming and was trying to be nice about it, right? Dad, no, you're my dad. I can't do that. Okay, what if I'm going to do it? This is it. And at the whole time, had her exit strategy planned out to perfection. Because dad ain't in the, in the rest of the video or the rest of the story or the rest of the movie or anything you've seen this from. Because if you don't know, this story comes from a German tale. I'm not going to try to say what it is in German. It's called All Kinds of Fur in English, right? If you've seen the storyteller on Amazon by... Uh, Jim Hansen, the Sap Sorrow episode is a beautiful um, recreation of this story. Um, deer skin, um, donkey skin. Um, there are many other stories that are similar, like Tatterhood, or where it's a sisters and twin type situation going on, but the kitchen maid being a princess type story. Those are all versions, all aspects of this same type of story. Three dresses, um, the ball, um, the uh, um, a princess in disguise. Those all stories all have this same feel to it, right? Um, a girl getting out of a bad situation and finding herself in a better situation. I think I even have another story from um, either this season or a past season. And if I do, I'll put it in the show notes so you can go listen to it again and do a comparison on the stories. Let me know if they are the same. If they are or are not, hit me on AfroTalesCast at gmail.com or on Twitter and Instagram at AfroTalesCast. And let me know if you feel that the stories are similar. The one I'm going to put in the show notes. Okay. Girls. And I have to speak to my women folk. If you find yourself in a situation like this or similar let's just admit that her relationship with her father was inappropriate and probably a little i don't want to say abusive but definitely controlling right if you find yourself in a situation like that have your exit strategy in place get out of it go get away as far from that person as possible do not linger. Do not tell anybody your exit strategy. If you have children with the person, get your children to a safe place and get away. If you have to go to another state, if you have to go to another country, if you have to buy yourself a plane ticket, leave 
everything and go. You don't need to tie some dresses to a string and get your magic wand. You need to get out of that situation and go. Okay? Go. Don't be in, in, a, in a relationship that is controlling. Don't be in a relationship that's abusive. That's just... I feel like this is a warning. And this is a... This is just a warning. Get out of that situation. Alright? It's a little bit long. I just had to say that part. Because a lot of a lot of fairy tales are warnings. A lot of folk tales are warnings. So just get out of the situation. Alright? Now... We're in Puerto Rico. It's going to be some beautiful food. So, as always, go see Chef. I'm thanking you for listening to this. I'm going to see you on the next voyage because you're here. You've been with me this long. And if it's your first voyage with us, come back. Go back. Listen, there's uh, hundreds of episodes. Um, And go listen. Go binge. And listen to the growth of the podcast, you know. But come back. And the ones that have been here, I'll see you next time. Go see Chef. He has a wonderful recipe for you from Puerto Rico, obviously. And until then, as always, my friends, have a blessed day. Welcome, my friends, to the game. I am your chef, chef, and today we have a wonderful recipe inspired by the story you have just heard. Today, we will be creating Besitos de Coco, or Coconut Kisses. Now, what will you need for this recipe? Three egg whites, a quarter cup of sugar, Half a teaspoon of vanilla extract, a quarter teaspoon of salt, three cups of grated sweet coconut, the kind used for baking and packaged. Now, how do we put this together? Easy. First, preheat the oven to 325 degrees Fahrenheit and line two cookie sheets with parchment paper. Beat the egg whites. Add the sugar, vanilla, and salt, and beat vigorously until foamy and the sugar has dissolved. Add the coconut and incorporate with a spatula. To make the sweets, you can use an ice cream scoop and mound them one inch apart or put the mixture into a pastry bag with a thick nozzle like the one used to make chorros. Bake for 20 to 25 minutes, rotating the tray in the oven so that they are evenly browned. Remove from the oven and let cool completely. These coconut kisses are kept in a container with a lid for up to five days, just so you know. And that is it, my friend. Now, go and make this recipe yours.
And until I have another wonderful recipe for you, remember Rosa and her strength. And as always, my friends, enjoy. Thank you, my friends, for coming on this voyage. Thanks to Art by Chalet for the logo, episode, and shirt designs. You can get t-shirts and other items on tpublic.com. You can contact me on all socials at AfroTalesCast. That's Afro, T-A-L-E-S, cast. And email me at AfroTalesCast at gmail.com. You may also become a benefactor by simply sharing with any and everyone giving a thumbs up, a five-star rating and review in your podcast app of choice, or simply donating on Patreon or coffee.com. That's ko-fi.com. So until we meet again, may your winds be fair and your seas follow.